celebrating birthdays today. Jason Aldean is 47. And Cindy Wilson from the B-52s is 67. Oh, Rock Lobster. Trash. Trash. Rock Lobster. What else did they have? Uh, Love Shack. Love Shack. That, that was, was a right. That was a good one. Okay. Uh, yeah, Foreigner is now. Foreigner is eligible now for the Hall of Fame. They've been nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, they, but they've been eligible for many years. They were just waiting for somebody to finally nominate them. Should they be in? Here's what Paul McCartney says. Foreigner, not in the Hall of Fame. What the? F- yeah, so I think. <laughs> Paul Paul's endorsement. Now, Paul, Mick Jones knows Paul from way back. He was in on some of those Beatles recording sessions back in the uh, in the '60s. So he probably, maybe he would do an induction speech. That's cool for Foreigner. Don Henley denied he was a drug fueled zombie at yesterday's alleged stolen lyrics trial. It oh, was, you mean the one with the cocaine and the ketamine, or the cocaine and the quaaludes and, the, yeah. and all the weed in the hot tub? It was the defense's turn to ask Henley about his drug use in the 70s and 80s. The defense is trying to poke at Don Henley's credibility and memory when it comes to events of the 70s, like his claim that uh, the band never allowed anyone to, you know, g- g- put their hands on their written lyrics or to take their written lyrics or have their written lyrics. So the defense is trying to to say, well, what about, uh, let's see what you remember about these major drug episodes of yours over the year. Henley, it says, according to one report, was frustrated with the, the defense attorney asking him whether it was true he used a significant amount of cocaine in the late 70s. Henley said, quote, significant? It's not sex, drugs, and rock and roll is not revelatory. We use cocaine throughout the 70s intermittently. I was always lucid when I did business. I always performed in a lucid state. If I was some sort of a drug-filled zombie, I couldn't have accomplished everything I accomplished before 1980 and after 1980. Henley accused the attorney of creating a sideshow by continuing to ask him about his arrest in 1980 when he was busted with that 16-year-old prostitute who had the overdose at his home in L.A. The defense repeatedly asked Henley whether he had attempted to make love with the underage girl. Henley denied that, reiterating his testimony from Monday. Right, who knows how much longer that thing is going to go on, but he may blow his stack. If, if that was Glenn Fry, Glenn Fry would have just jumped over the he would have over the table and he would have just ripped the lungs out of that that defense. The Detroit in him would have come oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah, he wouldn't have stood for that. Uh, and the Patty Boyd Love Triangle letters with Eric Clapton and George Harrison are going up for auction. Patty inspired some of the most famous songs by George and Eric Clapton. Harrison wrote a um, number of songs, uh, something, one of them. Walked down uh, to the aisle to that song. And Clapton wrote Layla. Uh, she was with George first. George and Clapton were best friends, still Friendship aside, Clapton pursued her for years, and now you've got the written evidence going up for auction. You can own it. Among the items is a love letter written by Clapton in 1970 when Patty was already married to George. Here's what the letter, how it reads. This is again from Eric Clapton to Patty Boyd, who is married to George Harrison. Eric writes, I'm writing this note to you with the main purpose of ascertaining your feelings toward a subject well-known to both of us. 
What I wish to ask you is if you still love your husband or if you have another lover. All these questions are very impertinent, I know, but if there is still a feeling in your heart for me, you must let me know. Clapton then asks Boyd not to telephone, but to respond with a letter writing, this is much safer. And then he signed it with the letter E. Okay. Patty Boyd told Christie's Auction House, who were auctioning these letters off, initially she thought the letter was from a a weird fan and even showed it to George Harrison. George, I'm sure, knew. He recognized that handwriting. Oh, yeah, he knew. Uh, Despite Patty rejecting his advances, Clapton continued to pursue her and wrote another letter, which is also part of the auction. In this letter, written on a torn-out page of the novel Of Mice and Men, Clapton writes, If you don't want me, please break the spell that binds me. To cage a wild animal is a sin. To tame him is divine. (laughs) Patty Boyd left George in 1974, so that was a few years after all that, after discovering he he had a number of affairs going. And Clapton and Patty Boyd then eventually married in 1979. How about that? He held on to that for years until finally they got married uh, and stayed friends with, they all stayed friends, all three of them stayed friends. And Harrison even referred to Eric as his husband-in-law. Clapton and Boyd split up in 1987. Why is she auctioning them off now? She says, I don't, she said, I've, I, do I need these? I've enjoyed them for many, many years, and now it's time for other people to see them and enjoy I can just them. play the songs. It's only right, she says, I should pass it on. So the auction will run March 8th through the 21st. To Patty from George. This song here. Yeah, I assume.